It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are those markets doing today? I'd like to tell everyone markets are finally in the green this week. So that is some good news. Uh, coming off the lows uh, of this correction, we've had three consecutive positive days. Um, and that has to do with, you know, a lot of different kind of points of uh, economic data coming in as well as earnings. Um, markets posted their best day since August on Monday after the U.S. Treasury Department announced that it would be boring less than originally anticipated. And that announcement was also followed up by this morning's details uh, that they're going to sell $112 billion in bonds versus $114 billion initially forecasted. And this affects um, yields as well out there. And so we're seeing yields come down. And again, this is kind of what mortgage rates are loosely based on in the U.S. So again, all of this is positive. We also saw um, ISM manufacturing numbers out of the U.S. Uh, continue uh, to kind of decline. And again, this is where uh, bad news equals good news, I guess. So it's contracting the manufacturing sector. And then uh, to add on to all of this is uh, earnings, which you and I have been talking about. And, you know, at the start of the week, about half of the companies have already reported and of those 80% of beat expectations. And so if those positive results continue as they have been, this will be the first time We've seen quarterly earnings start to grow again uh, from three quarters of declines. And so, again, recently we had McDonald's, uh, sales rose, um, it, stock has been up. Uh, Air Canada was about a little bit mixed results. The guidance wasn't as good, probably good for us as travelers. Hopefully prices are coming down. Uh, Chipotle Mexican Grill, which is a, an office favorite, actually. Um, not the stock, but the food. Uh, that's where uh, the profits are coming from. Is that what you're telling us? Is that <laughs> that, that's what I'm telling you. Exactly. My team just loves it. Um, they beat last weekend. Shares jumped on the news. So again, <clears throat> you need to be in the right stocks at this time, uh, the right sectors. I, you know, uh, earnings are not just good across the board. So you want to make sure that you're in the right sectors. Um, Apple is going to report Thursday after the close. So we're looking forward to that as well. Okay. So that's going to make it a little bit busy. And what about the Canadian GDP numbers? Yeah, you know, when we're looking at um, at the GDP numbers, uh, the big question is, um, you know, how is this going to move forward from from here? And I think what we're going to see is GDP is is going to be slowing. And and you know, when we see two quarters of you know negative growth in GDP, uh, that is really what you know part of what a recession is going to be called. And so I think we're already uh, likely in a recession or close to a recession here in Canada. And so the U.S. is a very different story right now when you're taking a look at GDP south of the border. Um, you know, things are a lot higher than we had anticipated. And so there we don't see any recession at all playing out at this point. And so these are things, again, as active managers that we're watching um, going forward in Canada and U.S. And so, you know, our view is, is that the Bank of Canada is going to lower rates probably sooner than the U.S. will and already uh, sometime mid next year. They're already pricing in two rate cuts in, in Canada in 2024. That's probably good news for a lot of those variable rate mortgage holders out there. Okay. So would you say there's some underlying strength there, even though it looks like right now things are wobbly on the surface? 
Uh, well, it depends on, you know, where we're looking at, right? I, I think that when we're looking at wobbly on the surface, I think the real estate market, um, you know, it's been cited that they're expecting steeper uh, price declines into 2024 here in Canada. Um, you know, again, there's that one one issue is, is that we just don't have enough inventory. So that has kind of kept prices high. However, if people are looking at selling their homes because mortgage payments are too high, then maybe you see that next year. However, if they're already thinking about reducing rates, maybe, you know, maybe we don't see uh, any deep recession. Maybe we just see uh, a mild recession or maybe not at all. So again, that's something to look at going forward here in Canada. In the U.S., like I said, it's been very resilient. The consumer um, you know, in terms of labor stats and, uh, you know, that kind of data that's coming out, uh, as well as GDP growth. So, uh, again, it, it's a bit of a mixed bag in the U.S., but still the under, under the hood is fairly strong at, at this point. Um, and it also looks like the Fed is going to pause, right? They're meeting today at 11, um, 99% chance that's a pause. And uh, and I think what's important is, Simi, is net, the next meeting in December, you know, is that going to be be a pause because if that's two two meetings in a row where they don't increase interest rates, I would say we're pretty sure uh, that they're done increasing, and that is what the market has been focused on for the last year and a half: is inflation and higher interest rates. And if we're at the end of that, I would say we can be pretty sure we're we're going to see some sort of market rally leading into that. All so right, that's good news. Okay, well that is good news there, and let's talk more about that. So even being able to determine what is good news and what is not good news. <laughs> We need a certain amount of financial literacy for that, don't we? Yeah, we do. And November is Financial Literacy Month in Canada, where Canadians are encouraged to uh, invest in their financial well-being and, you know, increase their knowledge. Um, even though I know it can be overwhelming, uh, all the information out there, I think you send me a lot of people go, you know, where do I start? How exactly? You know, how, how, how do I learn more? And I actually had a, a, a client recently ask me that, um, you know, uh, he, he's asking, you know, where could he learn more? Well, you learn more by listening to, you know, us, for example. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, monthly newsletters, weekly out there, um, you know, and other avenues where you can learn more about markets and about savings and so on. I mean, I used to speak to a lot of the high schools on the North Shore about financial literacy and career planning. But again, a lot of, you know, young people are taught, you know, how do you get a career? but not really taught how do you learn to manage money or how do you learn to ask the right questions of a financial advisor who's managing money for you. So, so I think that's important to also teach your kids and grandkids if, uh, if you have some knowledge. But what I wanted to talk today about was uh, some of those financial myths around retirement, because a lot of people as they go into retirement still uh, may not have the financial literacy that they, they hope to have at that point. Okay, well, then how do you grow that? Yeah, you know, I think uh, some of the questions, some of those myths that are out there, you know, before you retire, you need a certain amount of money saved. Uh, to a certain degree, yes. You know, is it a million dollars? Is it two million? Is it 200,000? You know, I mean, it, it all depends on the person. It's about your actual goal and how much you're going to need to spend in retirement. Some people choose to sell their home here in Vancouver and move to somewhere else that's, you know, not as expensive. That's part of your retirement plan. So that is something that you have to talk to a financial advisor who has a financial planner where they're putting a plan together for you so that you can figure that out. But there is no no secret number out there that uh, that I have anyway that tells you when you can retire. 
Really? Because we, I, there's so many articles that people click on when they see that title on there, Lori. <laughs> so, so how do we help? How do we decide then what we need? By how much you spend. What are your expenses in retirement? What is the income coming in, right? So some people will have pensions. Some people may have rental income. Some people may have none of that and only have CPP and OAS and have to live off their portfolio. So, so again, that's what we're figuring out day in, day out. Besides managing these markets is what we do each and every day. And that's why I have such a big team doing what we do because that is just understood. That's what we have to do, protect people during these types of pullbacks. Uh, but, but the second part, and I would say where people have more questions is about retirement or about gifting or about tax or about selling their business, all those sorts of things, um, you know, are kind of front and center when people are thinking about retirement. And another myth is kind of maxing out your RSP contributions is the only thing you need to do to save for retirement. Definitely you need to be saving in all different ways. Um, another myth is, you know, it's it's too early to plan for retirement. And I don't think that's true. I think you should always be planning. Uh, but again, your first financial plan should probably be done at least in, you know, your your 50s, I would say, um, if you haven't done one already. Um, you know, and another myth, myth is you shouldn't retire until all your debts are paid off. That's also not true. I mean, yeah, I have a lot of clients that have gone into retirement with a mortgage, um, you know, maybe with a line of credit even. And then you, we have to decide, especially at this point, um, you know, if rates are as high as they are, what should be paid off, what shouldn't be. Um, you know, and when you retire, investment should be altered conservative that's not always the way it goes it really depends on investor personality and where we are in the market cycle again just because the markets have corrected at this point um, you don't want to panic and run for the hills remember every pullback every correction has always been an opportunity at the end of the day so you want an active manager that's being able to kind of take a look at the news the headlines and filter through the noise uh, to get you where you need to be in retirement awesome thank you so much for that Lori. Thank you so much to me. Have a great day. It was nice talking to you. Nice to talk to you too. That is Lori Pinkowski, a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team directly. The number is 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.